You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country. You can change your name. You can lie awake in bed wondering if Avril Lavigne is really dead or not. But nothing. 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 We'll save you from the watch list. Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? (laughs) We got DJ Will on the mics tonight. Hey. Excited to be on the show. (laughs) We're excited to have you. Um, Of course, Miss Holly Ogden. Hello. Holly Ogden. You know, (laughs) this little sweet old lady today at work, uh, (laughs) she could not hear me, so I kept trying to talk louder, and she was just have like hearing problems. Right. And so... She said, what's your name? I said, Holly. She goes, Connie? I said, Holly? Connie? Holly? Connie? <laughs> I said, she goes, I said, no, Holly. She goes, can you spell that for me? I said, oh my God. I said, H-O-L-L-I-E. Oh, honey? <laughs> she, literally what happened. Bitch, this ain't National Coney Island. Honey? honey. <laughs> what the hell? Now I want to be called honey because that sounds, it sounds exotic. Honey. <laughs> Honey. It sounds like you're saying honey, 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 honey. but like honey, oh honey, <laughs> oh honey, oh honey, Holly. <laughs> so weird. I would have been like, you know, like Christmas, have a Holly Jolly. I'll have a Connie Holly, Connie Honey, Connie Jolly. <laughs> have a Connie Jolly Christmas. <laughs> the name Connie will always remind me of Connie Conehead. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was my favorite. I love Conehead. Such an underrated film. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Yeah, it's a good one. It's very quotable too if you watch it. Um, but yeah, actually, I was laying in bed last night <laughs> thinking about Avril Lavigne. I thought you were say thinking about the Coneheads. No, like, what was no, going no. on in your bed? I was not <laughs> thinking about a uh, Beldar Conehead. Um, no, I was. Like, I think it's because I saw a recent press promo for Avril Lavigne. And I'm like, are you dude, about, that's so not her. Look at the facial about features, the, uh, the duet or whatever the the collaboration she's doing with a uh, is it Nicki Minaj or it, is it, it? It must have been because she. I mean, her hair is like super super blonde now, and like she's kind of. I guess she's. I don't know if she's naked or what, but I, I, I dreamed this. I don't know. <laughs> like she's. In, I can't remember. If I was in one of those like or passed out. <laughs> Britney Spears kind of like poses, you know. And uh, I, I immediately went to her facial features, and then I was thinking about the song and the video for "Complicated" and how they have a lot of close-ups, and you can just tell even in the mouth, the teeth. I'm like, that just. Dude. And then I'm thinking of this whole elaborate thing. I'm entertaining the thought, okay, let's say Avril Lavigne is dead. The original Avril Lavigne. And they did replace her. How do you get that? Like, what do you do? You pay off the parents to, like, <laughs> keep silent so your record company can save some money. And, and, yeah, Avril Lavigne's career was huge at the time. Was it that big, though? Like, has that ever really been done in history? Like... Wouldn't you think the albums would sell better if someone had passed away? Like an artist gets famous after, you know? The but, Beatles in another dimension. Remember right. That? Or remember <laughs> when they were, well, of course we don't remember, but, you know, when you play a certain Beatles song backwards, it would say, like, Paul McCartney is dead. Did you watch... Um, Will! 
<laughs> Pick up that pizza slice right now. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> Slid down my pants and into my balls. <laughs> I think Tupac sold more records dead than alive. Yeah, he did. And then people were like, no, man, he's a... Uh, like they wanted to say that he released like more Machiavelli music after yeah. he passed away, so he's really like under Machiavelli somewhere. That's like you know, artwork how it sells more when the artist dies. Yeah, look at yeah. Van Gogh; he wasn't famous in his day. But yeah, I mean, Tupac and Elvis are somewhere on a beach in Mexico, just <laughs> slipping my ties, hanging out, <laughs> laughing at us <laughs> yeah. with Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which you know it. Not to totally change the whole subject, but it's a little ridiculous that they're uh, bringing the Michael thing up again. Are they really? Yeah, because did you see that they were making... Um, oh, yeah, a documentary the, the, on yeah. Sundance. Yeah. And then I saw an article about his monkey. Did you see that? Was it, what's his name? Bobo? Yeah, something Bubbles. like that. His name Bubbles. Bubbles. Bobo. <laughs> Bobo. 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 Bubbles. I was thinking of Mystery <laughs> Science Theater. Um, Bubbles. Bubbles, but did you see that article? No. I, I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but they were saying, you know, where is Bubbles now? And he lives in some kind of habitat um, where they rescue animals. And uh, they were saying that here are pro- here's proof that Michael Jackson used to beat Bubbles. What the hell? Why, why wouldn't you bring that up when he was alive? Why would you all of a sudden bring that up now? And the weird thing is Nicki Minaj must have known about it. Because I keep thinking of that song, Stupid Ho, when she goes, look, Bubbles, go back to your habitat. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, they were saying. Did she know the whole time? They were saying that Bubbles tried to kill himself at one point. And the monkey? Yeah, that he tried to commit suicide. But luckily, they rushed him to the hospital. And he survived. And they tried to claim that Bubbles tried to commit suicide when he found out that Michael Jackson died. What? The hell! <laughs> and the person like, who has him now said that is not true. <laughs> what what kind of suicide? Like, did he make a noose? They didn't. They didn't say in what form he had tried to kill because himself. Because monkeys always eat their own fecal matter. I'm sorry. I've and, seen it uh, happen at the zoo. They were saying that he was so depressed when he found out that Michael Jackson died. I believe that. It. But then the, the person who is his handler right now said, even if they were. Even if someone told him that Michael Jackson died, which he doesn't know because no one's ever told him, he wouldn't understand anyways, is what she said. <laughs> I doubt that, but maybe nobody told him. But remember that gorilla that Robin Williams was close with? You don't remember that? What was his name? I don't know. But he, they had videos of them communicating and talking and like they had become friends. And then there's a video of them telling the gorilla that Robin Williams had died. And the, the, you know, he became very sad and, you know, expressed it in sign language. I, I mean, I definitely sad. believe that they're very, very intelligent and can obviously have emotion. And I don't know if I believe that that monkey actually committed suicide. The whole thing. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading all this. I'm trying to be sensitive. Like, I'm trying not to bust out laughing because the whole thing is very absurd to me. I mean... I'm not going to lie. I laughed when they said that the monkey committed suicide and they're trying to be all <laughs> dramatic about it because did this monkey really commit suicide? I want to know how. Try to commit suicide. Sorry. But, but did not though? commit suicide. Right. Like, it's just but an a- alleged thing. thing. Like, they're not specific. Everybody wants to reach and be like, oh, here's the, here, here's the, um, here's a topic that'll 
get attention. Right. And well, uh, the fact that they were like, well, Michael Jackson used to beat Bubbles. And um, <laughs> who was it that they said um, witnessed it? I'm trying to remember now. But I'm like, why are you bringing this up now? How long has Michael Jackson been dead now? Right. It's something to talk about. But he, there was a documentary at Sundance, and I know it's about Michael Jackson, but that's the only extent. I don't know if it's in a positive or negative light or not. I'm not uh, sure. Oh, there's a film? Yeah, I thought that's why a you brought it one? up. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the same one. Hmm. I don't know. I know that This Is It is on Netflix. That's for sure. What's that? Um, that's the movie that came out after he passed away that was like um showed all the backstage oh, stuff okay. about the I've concert seen, I saw that he a was bit of that. when he was gonna go on the most expensive tour of all time. And the movie will make you mad because you're like, This would have been awesome. Yeah. It's awful. No, I don't mean to sound cold and heartless. Because if the monkey was abused and did try to commit suicide, I Holly will feel terrible. <laughs> But the fact that they're saying this so many years after and, you, you know, where were you with the animal rights trying to get on Michael Jackson? Right, if you knew the whole time. This is all just clickbait. Just a yeah. world of clickbait. What can we get people to click on so we can pay our advertisers? Oh, Michael Jackson. Everyone Bubbles. loves Michael Jackson. But what if you knew he spanked his monkey? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Huh? Uh, How do you feel about Michael Jackson now? That he gave the Jesus juice to his monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you some Jesus juice. <laughs> I'm thinking about the South Park episode with oh Michael Jackson when they were in the blanket. Number- yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a really old episode. Well, they said he got rid of bubbles because he was becoming he became very large. And that he became aggressive, and he was afraid that that bubble's gonna was going to hurt his kids. I believe that, you know, because you can only have uh, a monkey so long outside of their own natural habitat. They become restless, especially when they become enter adulthood. You know, because that's they're wild. They're wild animals. Just thinking about the lady, it always goes back to that lady whose face got ripped off. Oh yeah, <laughs> was that chimpanzee? Um, was that a gorilla or was that a... Oh, which one? No, the Michael Jackson. Oh. Um, yeah, there was a chimp. Yeah, I think most chimpanzees, you're not supposed to... Yeah, you're once, not even supposed to have them. <laughs> once they get into past adolescence, they become very aggressive towards humans. Right, right. Yeah. Chimps are, yeah, from what I've heard, because uh, even I was watching like a National Geographic kind of thing. They were talking about the different... Um, uh, Different, you know, types, breeds, whatever you want to say, of monkeys and uh, simian. Um, and they said chimps are straight up assholes. Well, I think I've said my viewpoint on chimps, monkeys, whatever in general. And I just wholeheartedly believe that none of them should be pets. They're very intelligent. And... Uh, they live a really long time and most people can't make that kind of commitment and they need a lot to um, 
keep them happy because they're very social and they're they like to be with their own kind. But they also have to have an indoor outdoor like pen air. You know, they have to have all this stuff t- uh, to also stimulate their mind. And they can become aggressive, like you were saying. Yeah. It's just a human being can't provide everything that nature can provide for the simian. Which It's funny that I just said that about chimpanzees because in Planet of the Apes, the chimps were the scientists. They were smart and very reserved. Then you've got the gorillas who were like all about warfare when they're probably the most intelligent. It's all backwards. It's all backwards. Those damn dirty apes. Them and the robots are going to take over. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So sex brothels. Robots. Oh. Now, Coming this, to Mich- Michigan? Yeah. Talking about that? They're everywhere now. And then in Russia, they've got their robots, like their um, derma, whatever you want to call it. They're f- it's, they feel like flesh. They feel like human flesh. They have Did upped the flesh them? game. No, I didn't touch them. <laughs> Did you go to Canada? No. God, no. <laughs> Do you know about that, Will? About Robot the sex, sex brothel in Canada? Oh, no. I didn't Did they have one, one in Canada? There's one in Canada? Yeah. I saw that there was... Your eyes lit up. <laughs> He's like, like huh? is that well, close? No, I just saw, I just saw <laughs> Toronto, an article saying that yeah. people are worried that hackers are going to hack them. And turn them into assassin robots. Shut oh, the and fuck I never even thought about that. Yeah, that was I just saw that on Facebook like two days ago. Shut up. <laughs> see, that, I don't like robots. That's see? another reason. See? And so those damn dirty robots. I was making a joke because a girl had posted about one possibly coming in around here and I was laughing because I'm like, of course the USA would have to try to beat Canada. They know they just put one in there, so now we gotta get one. <laughs> I'm amazed they beat us to it. I know. <laughs> what? What you yeah, got? It, you got Robo Pussy up there? We want. We Canada's, are Robo. We got Robo Cops, and we got Robo Pussy. Yeah, but isn't Canada more relaxed with sex there? Like they they allow um, brothels and they allow prostitutes. Correct. I don't know if they allow prostitution. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I mean, someone they, get Jay Clark on the yeah, line. Yeah, the weed's been legalized for how many months now? They're probably right. up there like <sighs> robot brothels. That's what we need, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's probably the weed. So uh, to refresh, refresh everyone's memory, who may have heard it on the show before or is familiar with it to a certain extent, and for you, Will, because you just heard about it. But um, in Canada, that they say that one that there is no humans who work there; that it is all like automated it sounds like there's a machine that you go in and you put your money in or your credit card or whatever or you can pay online probably and it's the purpose is so that it can be discreet so you don't have to see anybody in case you're embarrassed i guess but the thing that we were talking about is many many issues with this because one who's cleaning the robots yes that was my number one question (laughs) two what if they what if they malfunctioned and did go all crazy and your dick got stuck in them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, well, okay, that, that's a, I mean, gadgets do go crazy. Yeah, I, That'd be an okay I, I, way to go. I, I, I'd be willing to let my friends know that. <laughs> I, I just, I guess I'm not envisioning that portion of the robot to be something that moves. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
I'm visioning more of like a flashlight type situation there. Oh, <laughs> like know, a, a little pocket pussy down there. You know what I mean? Like, right. <sighs> hmm. Uh, but what? Oh, like even she's in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Like the, she's oh, got to talk. Oh yes, she's got to talk. <laughs> you do have a good point. <laughs> I, I, I'm just. She's got to talk. Man, I'm, not getting the, I'm not getting the, a blowjob from a, from a sex robot. Like, that when kind of, those that, hinges are going, yeah. oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that kind of defeats the purpose of the sex robot. I mean. The teeth start chattering. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You know what? People are hacking in just to mess up your whole sexual game. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a hard pass. You don't. You don't go to the sex robot for foreplay. But uh, <laughs> they were also saying that the reason for the the robot brothels was because people can act out their violent fantasies that they don't want to act out on the public. Yeah, that are not that's allowed. A scary thing. Um, but yeah, I, I can totally see killer robots. Have you guys ever watched what's it called? Humans. It's on AMC now. It's, yeah, it's originally yeah. a UK show. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Yep. Is the brothels and humans. Yep. <laughs> That's probably where they got it from. Well, so, well, then there's also like Blade Runner had sex robots. Yep. Yep. Um, Austin Powers had fun. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Boobs just blazing. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 it's a small step from a fembot to a sex robot. Yeah, <laughs> little, little tiny one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining this. It's like, <laughs> let me please you. You know, eighty <laughs> percent of 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 the people. Go, I don't want to say men because I'm sure women go in there too. But eighty um, percent, because they say that most people who who actually get prostitutes just want to talk. Hmm. <laughs> like. I Therapeutic, because no, like, they're well, lonely. Well, geishas will go out to dinner with, like, you know, big wigs and, you know, corporate people just to have somebody to make them feel like big shit and laugh at their jokes. That's yeah. really what it is. Like escorts. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. going on dates. And, right. Even though just they're paid. Your company. Yeah. Your pretty company, which is, well, I guess, whatever you got to do, honey. You know. I just want to see the depth of a robot. And I'm not talking like that, but I'm talking about (laughs) conversation-wise. How low does it go? (laughs) Hello? I just, I haven't seen anything that makes it seem to me like we're at the level where sex robots should be at a brothel. (laughs) Right. Well, I don't know, man. Like, the internet has made sex boring now. We are looking for the next weird thing. Because you can see anything on the internet. You can see a Japanese chick shoving a baby octopus in her vagina. And it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's like, okay, show me something else weird. Like, Dad, it was done weird yesterday. Anymore. Can you chop that? Right? No, I, that video um, was from years ago. <laughs> yeah, but how... I mean, a robot's on that great yet. You know what I mean? Like, Right. You ever like, see... Um, sorry, go ahead. I mean, if you if you if you want to have sex with a sex robot, just spend the money and buy one of those life size sex dolls. It's the same thing, right? <laughs> they probably want. I don't di- know, man. These are really lifelike. They probably want different ones all the time. Have, right. If you go on the website, they have the pictures of the robots. 
Yeah, let me look at that website because these girls like they're all like girl next door, exotic. Yeah, um, they have they have um, about me's too. Like, yep, blah blah blah. Is your sweet innocent next girl door uh, girl? Um, so where was I going with that? Um, <laughs> Futurama. Do you remember the episode where they had taken? the heads of the um, famous people and they were cloning them into like sex robots almost. Do you remember that? No. Like Lucy Lou. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. It's the episode Cause that Fry. Bender and Lucy fall in love. Um, I think, yeah, I think so. Cause Fry, I think Fry went out with Lucy Lou on a date or something. The, the robot version of her. Wait a minute. So, Hang on. Now I'm I'm starting to read that they shut it down a week before it was supposed to open in Toronto. They did? Um, <laughs> Probably. Because they're like, okay. who's going to clean the robots? And, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. This plan did not work out. This is on, okay, so the brothels are called kinkiesdolls.com. I'm looking at this, the first sex doll rent before you buy spot in North America. Okay, I'm going to hit shop. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're like, I'm going to hit this button called shop. Oh, it's not taking me anywhere. Oh, no. I can't show Will. Oh, the variety. Okay. Your phone just lit up like reddish pink right now. (laughs) It's a pink screen. Okay, wait. Brunette, man, blondes. Man? Well, show me know. a man. I guess they gotta have men dolls there too, right? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> like Casey, you're like that's my deal breaker. That's no. Come <laughs> on. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go there and have a conversation. It's not letting me click on anything. I just want you guys to do a live broadcast with this brothel. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I want to interview the robots. Interview the robots. Interview the workers. I mean, there has to be at least one person whose job it is after someone's done to go and kind of scrub things up. <laughs> it's like, could you imagine if you went to the one, if they put one here? Uh, is it supposed to be Warren or something? Where, where was it supposed to be here around here? I don't know. Probably Metro Detroit. What's that noise? I don't know what that is. Uh-oh. Says if Sounds like the AC. <laughs> the little black helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> we talked so much well, shit, but the robo sex dolls. We spent too much time sex dolls are coming for us. You're not taking our robo sex dolls. Um. <laughs> okay, it was actually, oh, okay, it was auradolls.com. So I'm, I'm going to show, <laughs> you've seen this. Gigantic boobs. <laughs> yep. We have There's some anime t shirt hey, there. Hey, she's classy, sophisticated, and adventurous. She's What's her real name? classy. This one is Anna. She's busty, romantic, and spontaneous. Spontaneous <laughs> meaning <laughs> <laughs> And you've got Erica. She's young, gorgeous, and sweet. She's got a super tiny waist. And then you've got Harper, the perfect girl next door. <laughs> And then you've got Jasmine, the exotic-faced angel. 
I love they, that she's just totally look, naked. They look like Barbie <laughs> dolls. They are. They are, they are totally Mattel, which is weird. Scarlet, the absolute American dream. <laughs> she looks like kind of like a nurse. I think she got a nurse getup on. Uh, Yuki, submissive, innocent, and playful. Um, she looks like something out of Soul Calibur, but like she's about to play volleyball. <laughs> I could tell she's playing a game of volleyball in her she, day. She actually looks the most real, like even in the Can face and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you get, you're, gonna go like you're gonna go. You're gonna go nay on this. It's a little yeah. creepy because <laughs> she looks pretty real. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> um, I love that they even got the little fold in the stomach when she lays down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not what happens when I lay down. <laughs> they, I, I don't, they don't look like life to me. I look at them, they look like a giant plastic doll. <laughs> That's freaky, though. Imagine a, I don't know, the faces a doll. Are, the faces are pretty Like good. your height and everything. Yeah. I want to see who was like, okay, we gotta, I got to position you on the bed. Um, move them over two inches. Now, uh, we got to have your shirt half up. Oh, I know. Like positioning that shit. <laughs> well, it, yeah. I mean, just knowing how like photo shoots work, you know, they probably hire a professional photographer who did like a hundred photos each. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I wonder how they paid him. <laughs> yeah. Here's your own doll. They can take home. <laughs> you know what? The I feel fantastic guy. That's what he should have been doing I instead feel of making. Fantastic. I wonder if they can sing that song. Um. So. Yeah, I can't remember which city it was that they're talking about possibly around here. But could you imagine if there was humans there and we're like, hmm, I'm going to go there for an interview. And then you run into somebody you know working it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's weirder for us or for them. Have you seen this? Okay, so there's this doll robot doll that this man created and then he thought he she was going to become like this next pop star so he had her sing this and uh, someone uploaded this creepy version of it on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> and he like moves her into different scenarios She's gonna make like you feel fantastic, different scenes Will. This is so creepy. <laughs> so yeah, weird. he was going to take this chick on tour. I know, I'm like, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. The fact that you thought she was going to be the next pop singer or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. I, wanna, I wish I was there to watch him like build the robot. <laughs> Guys, you don't understand. <laughs> I believe in you, man. He's like, all else fails, I'll sell her to the brothel. <laughs> That's what he should have done. That's what he should have done. He would have got more money. <laughs> she can work the front desk. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> How did you like your sex? Hey, hey, hey. How did you like your sex? Hey, hey, so, hey. So the, the real question is <laughs> when you go to the brothel and let's say you're in a relationship, 
Are you cheating on your spouse? Or are you just doing the elaborate this form is, of masturbation? This is like <laughs> that's a good back question. That's a year ago good. or so when we were talking about virtual reality, mm-hmm. and I was talking about, um, or we were talking about the future of virtual reality, and if they ever came out with a um, like cyberspace virtual reality sex thing, and if that would be cheating, remember? Yep, I do, and. Uh, what was our consensus on that? Because now I'm, I'm kind of like, I I feel like it, it's an extreme, it's an extreme, and it's one like, it's someone who really desires to cheat. If you're going like that far to be like, I want this to feel super real instead of mm-hmm. like busting some knuckle children out like five knuckle minutes on Pornhub, like you know that there's a huge difference. That's a big leap. You know, that's that's someone saying I desire to cheat because I want this to be as real as possible. Um, I'm trying to remember what our consensus was then. I think we we did say I think it we was, were against it. Yeah, because it's just weird. because it was just a little over the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if you're in a relationship, I think this is what we said. If you're in a relationship and your man's on there, like, mm, mm-hmm. and. Because it's like they you're frequent to, on this thing. <laughs> like, you had to like venture that's out. That's obviously you're going to affect your relationship. <laughs> right, because they had to try to find this. Like they ventured out and be like, oh, what's the next step in getting off that's not with my spouse or my significant other? It's like you, you research know the next thing uh, beyond the brothel is going to be um, robot strippers, right? Do they already have them. They do? Yeah. Where? Probably in Japan. <laughs> I saw a video. I like you like frequent this place. You're like, yeah, man, you ain't been there yet. Dude, you're missing out. Where what are you hiding in your basement? <laughs> Seriously. No. Um, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> I feel fantastic. Um no, I saw one like, dancing on a stripper pole, and it was on Facebook. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was on Facebook. And Facebook. somebody said, those robots are coming for all our jobs. Where did you see this? I think I tagged you in it like a year ago. Maybe two years ago. <laughs> I tagged you in it a year ago. Thanks. Okay. You better scroll back, bitch. <laughs> you missed it <laughs> I'll get right on that. I, uh, oh, hmm. my God. My face hurts. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, oh, I I think it would be. Well, what's your consensus on that virtual reality being Do you a think form that's of cheating? cheating? There's no judgment here, by the way. No, I just I think virtual I think virtual reality can get a little more complicated because are, are you a in the virtual reality and you're cheating with someone else that's in the virtual reality? Or are you cheating with like an NPC? You know, right? Because if if you're cheating with someone else who's also like a real human in virtual reality, because then you're more of like a, I don't. To me, that seems a lot more cheating than you're just going in there and cheating with a computer program. I think what I was saying too is like if you had a virtual reality and instead of it just being porn, it would be the porn stars you could interact with them. Now, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Does that change your answer? <laughs> Well, I, again, though, so if it would be like I'm logging in and then you're also logging in and me and you are conversing with each other, I think that's a much different form 
then I'm logging in and I'm just conversing with pre-programmed answers or like right. a simple AI. I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah. You go in with the intent of I'm going to find this other person so we can kind of have sex. It's like dry humping on the internet. Yeah, or, or sexting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I think most people, if you catch your partner sexting with someone, that's at least a fight. <laughs> uh, at least. Yeah. So. That's cheating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause, like, well, because you probably even had the potential if you're on there and they can hear you and you can hear them and it's uh, a virtual reality thing and the person is real. It's not just like a robot or, you know. Um then obviously you could even exchange information, and then that's when it comes in cheating, to, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Because uh, I mean, everybody wants to take things. I think the other thing we talked about was everybody wants to, to take things farther and farther. Right. Well, we have porn, but we could have this. And then I have this, but now there's a person that. who's connected to this. And I wonder what if I met, you know? Right. Well, it's also being used <clears throat> as coping mechanisms, too. You know, it's just another high. Like you want to, it's like a gateway to something else. You know, I'm not saying everybody's like that. Not everybody has an addictive nature, but you know, it's like, I don't know, like you do what speed and you're like, oh man, now I want to try meth or, you know, I don't know what the chain of drugs is, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like this is just, this high just isn't enough. Like there's something else out there that can get higher. What is it? You know? Yeah. You're always chasing, chasing that next thing. Right. Exactly. Um, They feel the same, the same way you did in the beginning of whatever you've just, you know. Right. So, Um, so you don't build up a tolerance. Because most of the time it's, it's another issue that's going on. But, uh, Yeah. I I I probably would not like my boyfriend being on there. Um and then <laughs> you have to be like, uh, he's got his virtual reality set on. Is he watching that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the, the dun, phone dun, dun. T- phone texting like, is he texting another girl? Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, Damn you in or not. Uh, Next is gonna be like yeah. sex with es- extraterrestrials. Like, you know, if we got in contact with them, you know. Well, let me rephrase that. You, you took know, it to you, church. <laughs> you, you know. You know. Well, you know, if we actually knew that we got into contact with them, is what I should say. Um, and people were able to experience that, then they would be like alien porn <laughs> or some other stupid stuff, right? Do you for aliens or humans? Call in now and vote. <laughs> All I can think about is uh, Jay from Clerks 2 saying, man, I could have been an astronaut yeah. or some shit. Could <laughs> fuck me to be the first man to fuck a Martian. <laughs> <laughs> now you can, thanks to virtual reality. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of fucking aliens, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I saw First Man over the weekend. And it is the story of how um, Neil Armstrong Neil fucked Armstrong. an alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, I'm trying to think of like a, a porn alternative title. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds Man. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Because <laughs> I kept wanting to say Buzz Aldrin, but I'm like, no, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. So I watched it over the weekend. And... Uh, was not the action-packed thrill ride I was expecting. It was sad and boring and good <laughs> gravy. 
Um, it was a really heavy movie. It was a good movie. It was, but it's not like what you you'd expect. The whole movie is heavy from start to finish. It's very emotional. Um, in the beginning, like this is not a spoiler. Like Neil Armstrong had to deal with the death of his um, his daughter at a very young age. She had brain cancer, and like the that memory never left him, even when he was on the moon, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's almost like a noir film which really surprised me and it didn't surprise me that it didn't do that well at the box office but did you cry uh no cuz i was actually kind of well i'm someone who's like waiting for stanley kubrick to pop up and say okay since we lost so many lives we're going to direct <laughs> this shit you know so i'm somebody over here like entertaining the possibility that we probably didn't go to the moon and i'm just watching this kind of like yeah that didn't happen <laughs> Did you find the film to be anti-American? Uh, Did you hear about that? No. I can see where people would think that. I think that's one of the reasons they didn't go to the box office because they're, they're hoping to get some of that good old boy crowd. And the good old boys thought it was anti-American because they didn't show the American flag on the moon, I heard. Oh, see, I don't so – that, like, that's right, a reach. Right before the movie got released, they got a bunch of bad press saying that it was anti-American and that – yeah, even though like they're like they explained it as you know it's supposed to be the story of Neil and his struggles, right. not the story of the space program. Right, exactly, exactly. And uh, no, you know what? It's funny that you say that because I didn't even realize. But no, they do not show the American flag, and uh, I didn't. F- I don't know if I would stretch so far as to it being anti-American that that was their intent. But um, yeah, it was more focused on like the. the the sad story of Neil Armstrong. Even when he got off the moon, back home, he was just like, <sighs> like, good gravy, like, so much for a man's greatest achievement. But I do have a new favorite song from that movie. Did you see it, Will? You didn't see it? Oh, man, it's called Whitey's on the Moon. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it was a, um, a, a black poet, um, who had cut an album, forgive me, I don't remember his name, I can look it up. But he released an album, and um, it was talking about, because so many people died trying to get to the moon. There were a lot of lives lost just for this, like, lunar trip. And it's this guy talking about how, you know, we're in poverty, my sister's sick, and all this shit, but it doesn't matter because Whitey's on the moon. Because that was the main focus at the time, was let's just get these motherfuckers to the moon. And uh, <laughs> every time we did something, like me and Jason, like uh, I was like, I got to brush my teeth. But that don't matter because Whitey's on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and the, but the greatest part about the song, because I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him on this because it was ridiculous how many lives were lost just trying to get on the damn moon. Um, in the beginning, it's cut live. So he's like... Um, this was inspired by some whiteies on the moon. I just wanted to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, actually, I, I kind of want to play it. It's it's a uh, it's catchy. You'll be singing it all day. I guarantee it. And still, no life on the moon <laughs> that we know of. Right. Right. <laughs> they're living underneath. That they'll let us know. Yeah, they're living underneath <laughs> the soil, guys. Yeah, <laughs> just like Mars. <laughs> Jill Scott Heron. 
It's very short. We have a poem here. It's called Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> and uh, it was inspired. It was inspired by some whiteys on the moon. <laughs> so I want to give credit where credit is due. Is this in the movie? Uh, There's a segment of the song in the movie. But I'm like, I have to look this song up. Does this really exist? <laughs> Rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know, the man just up my rent last night because Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. I wonder why he's up in me because Whitey's on the moon. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week, and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up. And as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? How come I ain't got no money here? Hmm, Whitey's on the moon. You know, I just about had my fill of Whitey on the moon. I think I'll send these doctor bills, air mail special. To Whitey on the moon. Jeez. You know, I said that to my brother, and he was like, man, that guy sounds like he's got a lot of problems. Too bad he didn't go to the moon. Is his sister okay? <laughs> like, I know. like, is there a part two? Um, but no, that was a huge social commentary of the time, and which was pretty on point. Is that like, man, we're spending all this money and costing all these lives to get on the damn moon just to beat the Soviet Union? It's a little ridiculous. But I think that that song's still somewhat relevant today. I think so too. <laughs> I do. <sighs> but yeah, that was just. For the next 48 hours, like, everything was but Whitey's on the moon. I made some mastacholi. You want to come in here and eat? But Whitey's on the moon. I almost hurt my shoulder. Uh, so, anywho, Whitey's on the moon. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I was thinking, like, some of the time. Like, How long was uh, it? It was It was pretty long. I'd say it was, like, two hours. A little over two hours. Mm-hmm. It was a drag from start to finish. I'm just like, oh, okay. Can you imagine at the very end if they were like, psych? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And cut, guys. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the very end. The the classic. That's uh, a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> the classic, like, the lights flashing, the, like, the buzzer goes off, and also yeah. the set just breaks <laughs> apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be like, really went okay. To Everybody stands up clapping. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to go make The Shining. <laughs> Excuse me. I think my favorite theory of the moon landing, and I, I like to believe this is probably the most true theory, is that they faked the first moon landing, but the second one was real. Like they yeah. just they were just like, guys, guys, we just need a little bit more time. What can we do? Right. No, <laughs> I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I really do. It's just that 
you know, we, we got to beat these damn Soviets, <laughs> but we can't cost any more lives. Let's just do that. And then, then we'll figure it out. Yeah. I totally believe that. Totally believe that. You know, unlike back in the 60s, like we were talking about, you know, now, we, well, we had talked about on the show before when they released the uh, CIA documents about the Kennedy assassination that proves that Oswald wasn't the shooter. There was more than one shooter. And uh, nobody batted an eye. And I'm like, yeah, because in today's age, we're like, wow, the government lied? Wow. You know, tell me another one. But back in the 60s, you just believed what you were told. Mm-hmm. Then I think the Kennedy assassination happened so long ago at this point that, like, and we're in such a news cycle media where in 24 hours, we don't care what happened, you know? Right, right. So we're, we're assassination is so long ago that most people just don't care. <laughs> right. And every, well, you know, part of why, I mean, they were set to be released and Trump could have kept them. But at the same time, those all those people involved are dead. You yeah. Know, so like, go ahead, whatever. Uh, it's, it's a wacky world. I mean, I'm the one who like, I mean, I'm sure other people too who just kind of perked up like, what? Really? Oh, okay. Well, there's nobody else gives a shit. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, oh, man. <clears throat> anyway, so abducted in plain sight. I have not watched this show yet, and I I'm scared too, only because I hear it gets people angry because these parents are so stupid. Yeah, a lot of people have been <laughs> yeah. commenting. <laughs> a lot of people have been commenting um, that I've heard who've watched it. I've never actually seen it yet, but. Um, Saying, oh, well, if you would have opened your eyes to what was going on and not just let your, you know, your kid go off with some guy that you didn't know that well, which I guess he befriended the family and he was a really good con artist, like, um, as far as someone who can manipulate your mind Mm -hmm. and make you trust them. Sociopath. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and from what I was reading, he did this for like a year or two before he even tried to touch the girl, their daughter. Mm-mm. Um, he said he was doing it the whole time to get to her cause he knew she was the one he was looking for a particular young girl. Cause his brother was saying that, um, he always was a pedophile type. Like he always liked young girls, but he had a fascination with. This young girl that was their daughter. So, um, according to what I read, he befriended the mom and dad and then somehow got in their minds that they should have an open sexual relationship and was even sleeping with the father. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, um, so... (laughs) He, uh, it was messed up too because, so that was going on and then they trusted him too much and, um. I guess so. Yeah. Sleeping with the dad. Right. And then, uh, you can see a lot of family photos where he's with the, the kids. They had three kids. Mm. Um, she was the oldest that he prayed on. And I'm trying to remember how exactly old she was when, uh, he... Ran off with her. I don't know if she was 12 or 13. I can't remember now. Um, so I remember in it, my phone died. 
I was going to read the whole thing, but um, in it, it said that he actually used a technique where he made her scared because he talked about aliens uh, and how she needed to have a baby with him eventually, and that was going to save her family. Um, yeah, I need to read And the human race? Something to that extent. I was... Mm-hmm. Hold on. Bear with me. <laughs> well, have you seen Abducted in Plain Sight yet? No, this is the first I'm hearing about it. You've never heard of the show? <coughs> on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, man. it's Now, Netflix right now is so obsessed with serial killers. Yeah. And it's 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 dramatic and it, it captivates me, but then it's just like, okay, guys, we get it. Like, this is pretty dark. <laughs> um. Yeah. The family was Mormon. Um, so the man who abducted the girl was a Mormon man. He kidnapped her when she was 12 um, and said her family would be vaporized if she didn't have sex with him. <clears throat> uh, his name was Robert B. Birchtold. Uh, and um, he said he repeatedly raped her name was Jan uh, under the guise that she was involved in a top secret alien mission to save their species by reproducing before her 16th birthday or her sister and father would suffer the consequence of being vaporized. The fuck? It was uh, in 1974 when she was uh, 12 and he abducted and raped and uh, 14 years old when she was kidnapped for the second time by the same man. What? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Are these parents still alive? Like, were they there telling the story? So they're still alive and she's still alive. But the man who abducted her, he later committed suicide. Like, he didn't even really serve that much time. Did they interview the actual people involved? Or was this just a third party telling the story? Um, I believe that they uh, interviewed the, the family. But the thing is that I guess they were embarrassed at first when she was abducted to come forward and, and with the whole story because he was sleeping with the man. Right. And in their religion, like the Mormon, I guess that's frowned no upon. Sweet, you're right. Well, yeah. So they were hesitant at first about coming forward. So, And then he was <clears throat> almost like blackmailing them and saying, well, I have all this stuff on you, and if you try to test like send me to prison or whatever, then I'm going to release all this information on you about our sexual escapades. Well, yeah, I mean, especially in 72. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's culturally, that's not a good time. Like, yeah, that's it, that's crazy. So um, is it the Stockholm syndrome where... Um, yeah, you, you he, develop a feeling for Yeah, character. so at first... Like, she looked at him as a father figure, and then he, uh, I think the excuse he used that day was he's going to take her to see some horses, and that was the day that he kidnapped her, and um, he wanted to make her his child bride, so he took her to Mexico, I believe, because the legal age there, I'm trying to remember if it's, I can't remember if uh, it's 11 or 12 or something. Um, so I believe he drove her to Mexico and, uh, yeah, he took her and, um, she said she 
he would use certain things to convince her of this alien scenario. And even later in life when she was safe back home, she would freak out because she was traumatized by it. So when he first abducted her, he looked, she looked up to him like a father figure because that's, you know, what she viewed him as is that was her uh, parents' friend. And then he got in her mind that they belonged together and then started preying on her and was good at manipulating. And eventually she thought she loved him and, and then the Stockholm sy- Syndrome you know, took over and he turned her against her family for a while and uh, even got her to lie and change her name when she was in this one school, I guess. How do you recover from this? You know, how do you even begin to recover? I think she said that she was very much um, mad at her parents for a while because she felt like they could have done more. Yeah, they especially could've. when they were trying to hide things at first about because they were afraid about their secrets coming. You know, they probably could like, I need to got her quicker from these people. I need to go into the witness protection program, change my name, and start a whole new life. This never happened. Brain, I need the men in black. Just <laughs> seriously, it's wild. So yeah, and the the whole plan was that she was supposed to have his ch- child by the the age of sixteen. Why? I mean, I know what story he told her, but what was his motive? I think he was just obsessed with her because even when um, they found his hideout, which I think he was in a motorized home, like a mobile home or something, he had a whole shrine to her, like big photos of her up and all this dedicated to her. Good gravy. Yikes. Yeah, I'm scared to watch that show only because I don't want to be knocking the shit out of some parents. I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> I don't. You know, I can't. I can barely handle when I because obviously my day job is and Holly's day job is uh, massage therapy, and I we do a lot of insurance paid massages. So eighty percent of my clientele are teachers, and we take their insurance. So that pisses me off. Like stories about parents from them. Like, I just couldn't imagine watching him talk to him plain sight. I just don't want to be angry. I just don't. I didn't finish season one of The Handsmaid's Tale because I found it to be too depressing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I could I don't think I could handle that. It would just be too depressing for me. Did you watch the Ted Bundy tapes? No. Oh. I'm not super into learning about everything there is to know about serial killers. You know what? There's two <laughs> kinds of people. There really are. And I, I'm with both of them because I – it's funny because after I watch the Ted Bundy tapes, all my clients be like, you know, my talker clients. I'm like, so, do you watch Ted Bundy tapes? And half would go, no, I wanted to, or yeah, I did, or I got to episode five or whatever. And then, but I do have some people that are like, I can't watch that kind of thing. Like, I have to watch the thing, monitor the things that I watch because I came up out of a dark place and all this stuff. Like, mentally, it just messes with them too much. And, uh, but um, I found them to be very entertaining um, and, and sad. It's really sad because ultimately I know people were cheering when he died. And it was people tailgating outside of the the prison that weren't even alive when these crimes took place. Yeah. You know, and it's just like this is the this is a waste of a human life of human potential. This should be a very sad day for you, too. You know, but people are animals. Uh, anyway, uh, what time is it? You guys want to go to a break? 
Um, sure. All right. When we come back, more crap. <laughs> Chew, Holly, chew! Chugga, chugga, chugga. <laughs> Will's over here counting down <laughs> as uh, we're, co- Oops, ah. me. we're coming back from a break. Staticky. Uh, yeah, it's very staticky. Hang on, hang on. Technical difficulties. Why is it always that microphone? I don't know, and I yet I still sit Touchy. here all the time. <laughs> I refuse to change mics. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, this uh, this mic is no good. This mic is no good. <laughs> All right, take the mic next to you. This mic is no good. This mic is no good. Check, check. That way. Okay. Doesn't do anything. All right. Turning off one doesn't. Yeah. And turning the other one off or on doesn't work. No, it might not be that mic. Huh? This one. Hello. Oh, it was, oh. oh, it was my mic. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> Damn, dog. <laughs> He's well, like, I'm trying to change my whole life over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like changing my whole game plan. It was, man. Like I sit in this chair every single time and I got to move. <laughs> I ain't moving no more. Hello, wait. Which one can you hear me on? You can hear me on this one. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. go. Here we go. That looks high. Do you want to go back to the other one? I like working high. (laughs) Oh, okay. I got the other one on. You can go back to your normal one. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Oh, they're both on. Oh, shit. You could be in the middle. I'm in stereo. (laughs) 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 I felt felt like I was at a press conference. (laughs) Crazy. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. But I wanted to. And an alien, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, that, that lady that we're talking about abducted in plain sight, Jan, she's actually an actress, and uh, she's been in, in um, a few different things. But uh, she she very much defends her parents and says, don't give them a hard time. They're good people. Times were different then, I guess. Uh, maybe that's part of her healing, too. It's like that's an affirmation for herself, you know. Well, I think once you've been through something traumatic, it's like we can't change the past. Right. We can only move forward. And what's the point of, you know, to keep bashing someone if if they've apologized and she's okay with that, then who was anybody else's, you know? Right. Just to know that. Your dad was not just sleeping with your mom, but like other dudes. Like, you know, and then that's the weird. That's try to cover up a little bit of you getting abducted, like not responding as best back to it. And now I wonder if if her castmates on these television shows, like, no judgment, because like honestly, she she had nothing to do with, like, she had no say in this matter. Um, and she's a total victim. Um, but, uh, I wonder if any of her castmates had known the story before it hit, uh, abducted in plain sight. Right. So obviously and people got to sign off on these stories being told. And, uh, 
like I was saying off off the mic that uh, he later committed suicide. The person who abducted her, and so he has passed away. Which I can't remember what year that was. It's not good enough. Not not even that long ago, I think. Um, so, I, and he didn't re- really ever serve that much time. So she never really fully got justice. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. I know a lot of people don't get justice, and and you have to try to f- find a way to. Because even when someone's sent away, it's not full justice. You know, right? You got to find a way to cope with. But it helps. Not right. So, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's a full moon today. It is. And you know what's funny? I was driving home from work. And I saw the full moon, and now Jason and I normally get into fights on the full moon. I swear to God, this happens. You said that before. Um, and so, like, we got into it yesterday. Um, You're like, it's fucking full moon. I know it. I know. But it wasn't the full moon yet. And then I'm driving home, and I noticed the full moon. And I looked at it, and I go, real loud in my car, I go, No! <laughs> no! Well played! You are not going to have any power over me! Of course I Not go. Not today, Satan. Not today. So of course I go home, and the house is quiet. I'm like, "Shit, is he still mad?" So then <laughs> he comes up from the basement, he gives me a good hug. He goes, "I love you." I'm like, see you, Moon. Not fuck okay. you. <laughs> Score. Yeah, I was driving home, and I'm like, mm, "Okay, it's full moon," which craziness usually happens. Although, my friend who does the uh, astrology stuff, um, he has, he's like really good at public speaking and Casey follows him now. His name's Aaron Eschenberg and uh, he is someone that can make videos and just like spout he, out information yeah. without even hesitating He's got the gift and has gap. a really good delivery and makes you really intrigued. He knows astrology really well, and so he makes these videos because a lot of people have asked him, "Hey, can you you make these videos because I really it's really informative and it makes me feel good, mm-hmm. no matter if you believe in that stuff or not. I mean, it's positive, it's uplifting." And uh, he was making one about today, um, and uh, so, and something with the, the astrology um, alignment today and how things were supposed to start going in the right direction. Today, actually, for me, like, it was a busy, crazy day, but it was like everything went smoothly. Right. Everything just kind of fell into place. Yeah. One after the other. Yeah. And I felt a little more calm than I usually do. I think I felt that way today, too. You know, it was, uh, I was able to take my time today. I had three clients. One was a 90-minute amp. But yet, like, there was no room for anybody else on my schedule. And then I got home, and then that happened. That was nice. Watched a little bit of Dust Till Dawn, came here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, a, it was a change from yesterday, which was pit. I was like, what was yesterday? It was very dramatic. Yesterday was very dramatic. It was terrible. It was awful. The Anything worst day ever. No. 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 It's, just, it's just typical spat, quiet awkwardness. No. And you're like. Damn it, why did I say anything? 
<laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. Plus, yesterday the the weather was weird. It was like hailing for a minute, and then it started snowing, and then I had to drive out to Detroit for a minute. And, and of course, it's like right after it started snowing heavy, and everybody's just like slipping, um, slipping t- and tripping, slipping, <laughs> slipping, and <laughs> out of the roads. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, uh, it took a lot longer, but you know, then I woke up today. And at seven something in the morning, my neighbor's out there, and he, like, um, snow plowed my sidewalk. Aww. For me, and I'm like, okay, this is a nice start of the day, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So, I was telling uh, when I tell my clients this, they get all excited because it's one of those things, like, especially with horoscopes. Some people are like, oh, those are bullshit until you read yours and it's something really positive and you're like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's totally me, you know? <laughs> but if it's not positive, they're like, ah, oh, harsh gums are bullshit. And, uh, but my female clients get excited when I'm like, yeah, the, uh, because we were talking about how the weather's been freaky. I'm like, yeah, all I know is the astrology forecast. And they go, ooh, what's that? And I said, well, 2019 is supposed to be a really great year for women financially. Really? Like, be getting this money and every single one of them says well it's about time <laughs> like they've been broke all this time that mic was Find about to night. fall over the edge right sorry Solid. <laughs> dancing um yeah i mean who, who couldn't use more money for real do you believe no, in horoscopes well only when they're positive he's like no <laughs> i i just Oops. we're not talking about the sun sign do you know that the difference of all the I, I, I mean, I guess I don't know enough to about horoscopes to know, like, the legit ones. You know what I mean? Like, like I know more of, like, the some of the overproduced, like, pop culture ones type stuff. Like, like I'm like, I don't, I don't really trust that stuff too much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're – um when you look in a magazine, it's like, you know, I'm an Aries or Casey's a Gemini. And I'm not sure what you are, but – that's just like your sun sign, your generalized, you know, just like one little bit about you. And so people, when it's not totally like them, they're like, well, this is stupid. This is not, you know. Mm. But if you really, if you want to be depth about it. But um, there's different ones that make up your personality. So that's just like one little fragment of it. And yeah, it's not in my, it'll meet you to a certain point, but. And then I took like. I don't know. I think I took an astronomy class in college, and they were like, "Oh, like no one's bothered to update the dates on those charts in like hundreds of years." So, like, it's like you know, I'm a Scorpio, but technically, I'm not a Scorpio because Libra was the was the star sign up when I was born. Do you remember when? Because they never like shifted years like they're supposed to. Well, do you remember like? Uh, like two or three years ago, when everybody was freaking out, I'm not. I'm a this, and I'm not a that. Yeah. Like because they try to yeah, change there was it. a shift, and then people didn't want to buy. No, it. I'm not changing. Right, I know. <laughs> so, Everybody's I mean, like freaking out. So, I don't know. That's my thing. Is like I just don't know what to trust or to believe. But even like with fortune cookies, like if I get a fortune cookie from Panda Express, I'm like I don't know. I don't believe it. It's too. It's too mainstream. But if I'm at some like really like. <laughs> like kind of like hole in the wall 
place and I get like this weird fortune cookie, I'm like, ooh, this might be true. Like, like this something might, ominous. Yeah, yeah, this might be <laughs> legit, but. Fortune cookies, every fortune cookie I've ever opened, it pisses me off. Like, it's just like an affirmation. It's not yeah. a prediction. It's just like, um, be good to your neighbor. That's not a fortune. That's not a, like, you're not telling me the future. You're just, you're telling me what to do. Little almond folded cookie. So I live, I live in Ann Arbor, so it's a college town. Mm-hmm. So there was like legitimately like, we ordered fortune cookies from some restaurant around the corner and straight by EMU's campus. And it was like, their fortune was legitimately an ad for a Visa card. What? <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was like like oh you're gonna have a great day or something. Then the back's like, you know, make sure you sign up for your Visa blue card. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just like, oh. ask for the money that yeah. I mean, fortune cookies to team up with the visas. I guess you gotta take it. Yeah, I mean, like when Kung Fu Panda three came out, like at the movie theater I was working at the time, we were giving out fortune cookies to promote that movie. That's cool. So I mean, like that's kind of cool. Like, but yeah, like I, I'm ordering, you know, my general chow chicken, and, and I want my fortune cookie. I don't want to tell me you'll get a visa card. Right. <laughs> it's everywhere you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Your visa, that is. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but I don't not believe in the signs. I just like I said, I just don't know what source to trust. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. See, there's like a website, uh, I think it's called Astro.net, Astro.net, and if you know your birth time and your birthday, which obviously you should know your birthday, but a lot of people don't know their birth time, but you just need your uh, birth certificate. I think mine's 942, I'm trying to remember, but uh, I have my my birth certificate at my house, and I just look at that. But a lot of people don't know theirs, so you just right. have to look at your birth certificate. Um, but if you know the exact time, they say that is the most accurate because of the way that the planets are aligned. So that's what they do is they take the way that the planets are aligned um, and with the signs. So uh, you have a breakdown of all that. And then when you put it into this this natal chart, it'll say about your personality and different houses and all that right. to go over how you are. And I I love like someone who is very much not into astrology that much, but it has a little bit of an open mind, but wants to be convinced. And I'm like, okay, give me give me your birth time. This is t- this is different than just a regular sun sign, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um and give me your birthday and then I'll make a chart, you know, on there, which is easy. You just automate you know put the information in there and click the thing and and uh some of it's a little like shocking like i i am like you know right i do those things i've never been asked my birth time and i have no clue really <laughs> yeah you have to go do you have now. your birth certificate uh yeah it's in, it's in my storage unit somewhere so. yeah it's, it'll say but yeah. I, I don't know like nine something in the morning whenever i think we'll talk about my birth i just i was a uh, I was a big baby so I just how big? I bet I bet I get you beat. I don't know. I was a small turkey. Huh? <laughs> I was the second biggest baby born at the hospital at the time. Really? Twelve pounds six ounces. Holy wow. shit! <laughs> never mind. And I've known that my whole life because my mom never lets me forget it. Was you, was you, okay, I, you don't have to answer this, but was that vaginal? 
<laughs> I've never asked. Nor, it, nor, it can't be. Got, you have, you to have be a cesarean. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I'm the second of five kids, so I, the other three might have walked out. I don't know. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> damn. <laughs> were, none of them were were as big as you were. No, which I guess like when my brother was born. People were ex- like the hospital was a little excited because he was born two years after me. So they're like, you know, people were still around when I was born. So they're excited to see if it's going to be another big baby. I mean, like, like, I think he was like 10 pounds, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can't beat this. Yeah. Did you come out with a mustache and a beard? <laughs> Who? You said it was the second? You were the second of the hospital? Yeah. I, what I was the uh, largest baby, I wonder? Uh, probably like 12 pounds, 7 ounces is where my life is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure by the, by now someone and you still second best. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure by now there's probably some babies that have knocked me out of the running. But <laughs> still, damn, you call up to the hospital yeah. like, hey, who's in the running now? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, need, uh, I, I need the chart of the biggest babies born here. Because I know uh, back in uh, I don't know what year you were born. Eighty five. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're the same age as us. Um, so back in eighty five, I know a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two thousand nineteen now. So let me know. Uh, <laughs> you deserve a medal. Good lord! Yeah, I was ten, eleven. That's not bad. It's not bad. That's uh, in, in the Blatt, in, 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 in the Blatman family. That's respectable. Okay, all right, all right. I can go toe to toe with your family. <laughs> yeah, I was a Viking child. <laughs> how, how how big were you? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know I wasn't ten pounds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're the opposite sure. of me. You know exactly when you were born. I know, cesarean. I know my mom definitely did not vaginal birth me. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> uh, Casey's like gonna pass out over here. Uh, so my, my mom's old school Catholic, so like. Very, very details, like little details ever about that kind of stuff she would ever tell me. So I don't, right. I'm not really sure she would tell me if I asked her. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, I don't even have a vagina. Well, how dare yes. you? When you're younger, it's like, especially for women, you're like, Mom, did you have a, um, a natural, like, or did you have a cesarean? Because you wonder how your your future is going to be if you ever have kids. Right. Like, right. Because a mom, lot of times when you're. My mom has cesarean. Yeah. A lot of times when. Uh, your parents have a certain way, usually, you know, more likely that you're going to. You got a lot of crunchy moms now that are like, don't, like, if, if you can opt out of cesarean, do it. <laughs> you see crunchy moms. <laughs> yeah. Well, I Crunchers. get it, though. Like, But at the same time, like, if it's, if it's at the risk of your life, you right. know. I mean, most, sometimes babies are in breach and now there's different ways of, um, of getting the baby out of reach that they didn't have, you know, back in the eighties. Um, you know, very, uh, I mean, everything like right down to like chasing the child with a flashlight. So it'll flip in the stomach and not be in breach anymore. Um, different things like that. Hocus pocus, whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, crazy to think about how far medicine has come and the way that things are done. Mm-hmm. Well, now you can have designer children. Right. We've talked about oh, that. I wanted to tell you. So I texted my brother and I said, 
You know Holly and I are best friends when she gets a 23andMe kit from her mom. Oh, I was supposed to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and immediately she thinks, <laughs> because we talked about this, they're going to sell my DNA on the black market. <laughs> yeah. So I meant to talk about that. That was one of the things I was talking about. Um, yeah. I was telling Casey we were out to eat the other day and uh, I'm like, Casey, we've talked about it so many times on the podcast, the you know, genealogy kits and how I'm so against that because you don't know what they're doing with your DNA in case he feels the same exact way. And then my mom's so excited at Christmas and, um, you know, open the gifts or whatever. And then a couple of days later she goes, Oh my God, I forgot. I have a gift that, uh, you know, um, that I didn't give you and your sister and the whole family's going to do it. Turns out it's 23 and me kit. Um, dun, dun, dun. which is the genealogy thing, which I don't think I've ever told my mom that I was against that stuff, but, uh, you know, it's my mom and right now, especially she's been going through some tough times, Not, but, um, I'm like, I'm not going to tell her no, you know? Right. So I kind of put it off though. I didn't grab the kit right away. <laughs> right. So she, I was over there, you know, last week and she's like, let's register these, uh, kits. And I'm like, okay, mom. She's like, I'll register yours. I'm like, all right. So then she, you have to go online. You put your information in. She's like, here, put your email in. And then I start deleting my last name. <laughs> and she goes, what are you doing? I said, uh, they don't need that inform- much information on me. Like, what? why do they need my name? Like, it's just for me, you know, like my own purpose is just know my, <laughs> like, and then she goes, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. I said, I'll do it, but you know. So then, uh, you register, and then it has all these questions that you have to answer. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of questions in here. Which one of them I told Casey is that if you don't read this enough, you know, you might miss some of these things. And one of them said, "Are you okay with after we're done with your DNA keeping it for up to ten years, um, and using it for?" research purposes and 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 all this other stuff and i'm like wait what (laughs) 10 years that's a long time they said one to 10 years or do you want us to dispose of it right after we're done no you dispose of that right you don't need to keep that for 10 years i don't want to give it to you um they also like ask you if you would be okay with them using it um to try to help other people but there's like a fine line there like i said to casey you know you could be saying these things and that sounds good to try to help people with certain conditions and whatnot I'm using people's DNA and trial and error and what, but really, what are you really doing with it? You're not going to say, you know, well, you I'm know, using this You know for... what my brother said in response? Huh. He goes, who cares if they were? What difference does it make to her? <laughs> and I was a little shocked by that and I just went, it's the principle. <laughs> I listen, I think it's called... I'm trying to remember what podcast it was, but I think Flash Forward did an episode on this. And, like, I'll be interested. You said it's you and, like, most of your family's doing that. Yeah. I'm interested to see how different your results are. I know. I thought about that, too. Cause, I'm like, because my mom's like, well, you and your sister should be the same. I'm like, I guess so, yeah. Because you wonder <laughs> if it's a scam. Well, well, so, like, this is, like, the, they were talking about this. And, like, she, like, cause I was all, like, gung-ho for it until I listened to this podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to do it anymore. But she was saying that, like, even within a year, she took two tests within a year, got slightly different results. But some of that's because 
they are constantly updating their database and they're constantly mm-hmm. changing their yeah. regions and getting yeah. like, but based building off that, like, but then like, you if you don't give them your last name, they should be able to know automatically who you right, are. Right, that's why I based like, off of your family. Right, right, right. And so then they were talking about like, you know, like this doesn't exist yet, but at some point in the future, there's a really good chance that these databases will get turned over to like, so let's say, the government, which. Not necessarily is a bad thing if you're helping to track down, you know, a rapist, but at the same time, it could be a bad thing if your DNA for some reason's at a crime scene that you didn't know about, and then all of a sudden you're getting flagged for this crime scene that you right. were in a room that maybe you passed through. Well, the thing that scared me is on there it said, um, you know, warning, you, you putting your DNA out there and your information that's obtained. So what it does is it creates um, this uh, this file that you can log into and then it automatically puts the results into the system that you can log in, you know, just like a username and handle or whatever. Um, so the thing that they said is, warning, if there's a hacker, your your information could potentially be used for negative things <laughs> you yeah. know and what what that entails who knows and that's like Casey and I were saying to each other before you know they probably have to put that up there as a liability thing just in case anything ever does happen so that they cover their butt but reading those things you know you're like a little scared right yeah um so then it also said hey you know you have the genealogy version which is you get to know who your line is with your family you know what part of the world that you your family originated but if you upgrade for this much more you can get the health report and i'm like health report i'm like mom i didn't know there was a health report that you can get too and it'll tell you what things that you um, if you're a carrier of something, and if you want to have a family someday, it can tell you if you're a carrier and you would pass on something to your children. It can also um, find out if you could potentially have dementia or, or Alzheimer's later in your life. Um, and then it also talks about other ailments uh, that you can see with this. And it even says, are you sure you want to know this information? And then it makes you check off um, the one for Alzheimer's and there was two other ones. I'm trying to remember now. But it said, do you really want to know this? Like you need to because not everyone can handle this information. And uh, Damn. so I said, yes, um, my, I don't have my results yet, but uh, I found it interesting that they can do that with your DNA and tell you. And, um, I, I didn't know that part of it because everyone I've seen who has ever taken it, they've only done the genealogy. Right. Yeah, that I, I know that I know of. I didn't know they did that either. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, so my mom's like, oh, uh, do you want that? And I said, no, no it's okay. She's like, no, no, no I'll, I'll upgrade yours. But, you know, your sister, you guys pretty much have the same DNA. So I'll just do yours. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's not how and genetics like, is know, or I works. Know. I thought <laughs> it was hilarious, but I was like, okay. So she upgraded mine, so we'll see what it says. 
boy. <laughs> yeah, I was like super excited because like I have a reddish beard, but I have brown hair, you know. And so I was just curious because I was reading through that's like a, it's like some weird, it's like some weird trait from when the Vikings went invaded through, you know, um, what's now Great Britain, and it's something to do with like that mixing of DNA is why people now have these red beards but brown hair. It's like you know dominant, non-dominant trait type thing. Right. And then my mom always talks about like. Her side of the family started out as poor, no, super rich Jews in Russia, and then when the the um, collapse happened, they fled to Poland and then became Catholic, and they were poor Catholics in Poland. So that was <laughs> so I'm always curious to see like how much of that's true, you know? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I can imagine you as Norse, totally. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm just curious. Like, so I was really curious about that. But then, you know, like they talked about some of that stuff, what they might do with your DNA. Yeah. Then there was also talking about how there's three major companies. All three major companies use a slightly different technique to, to test it and stuff, and they all go off their own databases. So you could do three different tests from each of these companies and get three different results. Everyone keeps thinking it's a. It's a swab that you put in your mouth, but you actually like spit a loogie into this container. <laughs> oh, that doesn't surprise me. You, you imagine they need a pretty decent sample. Right. And it says not to eat or drink anything 30 minutes before you do it. Makes sense. Yeah. Don't want to contaminate it. Right. And uh, you've got the nacho gene. But I was like, <laughs> I was going to do it this morning and I'm like, but my my mail carrier only comes when they have something to d- deliver. They don't just pick up the mail right. without anything it's being delivered. Loogie. So I was thinking, is this temperature affected? Right. So I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna risk it. Right. So I'll just do it. It's, it's not worth a trip to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> I was, knew I was gonna be at work for like thirteen hours and I'm like, uh I don't wanna take this hundred something dollar test and just ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So to be continued, because the only thing I know about myself is the German and Polish. I don't know. But I remember Key and, but the Key and Peel, they were making fun, like it was a really old episode. I'm talking like the first season. They were making fun of genealogy.com. This was before the 23andMe and everything came out because everyone seemed to be related to somebody famous. <laughs> and it was like all these people, they could come from like, China, they could be white, they could be black, it didn't matter. They were like, guess who I was related to? Guess who I was related to? Fucking Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benjamin that. Franklin. Like, everybody was related to Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> like, it's just like one big sham. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. cool. You know, but that, that is interesting that you get three different companies, you get three different results. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I'm sure the results are like varied more of like your small percent I heritage. Not necessarily you know, not like your main right. whatever your main heritage is. I'm just curious, when you begin a company like that, where are you getting the information up for everybody to obtain their genealogy? Yeah. If you don't have much to go off of, like where are you getting it from? Right. 
Yeah, well, that's what they're saying too. Is is that that you know every year these tests get better because more people are submitting, right? So the more people are in their database, the more accurate it is. In the beginning, you had two people. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we, or you, know, you like a, and you are related. Right. That's all we know. Or it's like <laughs> a, up in or here. it's like a magic eight ball. Try again. <laughs> well, so I think I mean, I think for a while scientists have known some you know basics genealogy, you know. So they probably were going off of, like, what was already somewhat known. That or maybe, like, in the beginning of their company, maybe they were uh, either paying these people or these people were just being submitting things for free to try to get their database going till they could be in a real big company to be able to do it. Yeah, that, that could be true, too. Yeah, just getting people like, hey – yeah, submit like, hey, your, you submit be a part DNA of this, uh... screening or whatever. Yeah. Want to be a part of science? <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep your uh, DNA for up to 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> I promise we're just going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Promise we won't do anything weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, folks, it is 11 o'clock. And uh, I hope you get your test results before the next show because I'm dying to know now. I know. I'll have to. Submit it here. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I hope I'm related to Benjamin Franklin. I would die if they said that. I would die. I would <laughs> die. And then I'll take it to I'm like, only hey, related to one what? person. Me it's too. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> you know what? To throw on there real quick. when Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. I'd be weird, related to all weird people. That would be my luck. Ted Bundy um, and Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd the boobs go? I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it's funny because my mom got his, these kits, and I always told my sister growing up, you know, that she was like the mail carrier's baby because she's not related to me. Right. Because I like to give her a hard time and act like she was never part of the family. Well, mom just never told you that you were adopted. Right. <laughs> That's, that's always been and a story so, in my family. So you always dropped off by yeah. aliens in the backyard. So I, wa- story. I was one. So when we got these, I was like, "Well, now you're gonna know who your real mom is, huh?" <laughs> the moment of truth. I mean, it sounds like your mom was really doubling down that you and your sister have the same genes. So yeah. she might be covering I- something up. <laughs> uh, well, next time I'll have to go over it. Yes, we'll have to go first thing. Um, all right. Well, with that, thank you guys for joining us so much on another episode of The Watch List. I'm thank Casey you. Pierce. I'm Holly. I'm Will. All right. Good night, guys. Good night.